Let's look ahead to Tuesday. There are five games on in the NBA. We're going to look at injury updates, what's on my radar, and the options for us to stream. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I'm going for it on fourth down. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Go double bang. Download the audio, watch the video, thumb it up, leave your comments, ring the bell, and go check out the live trade deadline show, Thursday, February the 8th, 1 p.m. Eastern. I want to get 1,000 pre-bangs in there, 1,000 pre-likes, and I want to get thousands, 20,000 people I want watching that show. We'll see how close we get, probably not at all, but we want 20,000 people in there, so tell people to jump in and watch the show. We are here to talk about Thursday, um, Thursday Tuesday, only five games on, so we'll uh, bang through this pretty quickly. I reckon we already dropped an injury update show earlier today. So I'm not going to go through the injuries. Uh, I said I was, but I'm, I don't actually need to do that because we just um, did it earlier today. And there hasn't really been, well, there hasn't been any update at all. And there are a couple of things that are really important for Tuesday. We just don't know. We don't know what Boston is doing in terms of resting Porzingis and Horford. And we don't know what's going to happen with Maxi and Harris and Embiid for Philadelphia. All we know is, is that Embiid is out on Monday, but we don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. So some pretty big questions that still need to be answered and we don't have that information yet. There's only one team that plays the back-to-back Tuesday through to Wednesday. Wednesday's a 10-game day, so it's probably not streamable, but it might be. But the only team who's got that combination, the Tuesday-Wednesday combo, is the Chicago Bulls, who are going to be without Zach Levine and Patrick Williams during those uh, two games. So who are we streaming in? Who are the streams of the day for Tuesday? The guy that just slides under that um, cutoff that we use for 10-teamers is the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo. He's going to jump ahead of that. His minutes, he's, it's going to have to jump up. I don't know who they're going to start. Their options to start appear to be Josh Hart, who's almost definitely going to start, or it could be Quentin Grimes, and they slide um, DiVincenzo up to the three. They could also do that. But regardless, DiVincenzo, Grimes, and Hart are all going to get significant boosts. I don't think they're going to start pressures at the four because he's bad, and Thibodeau just doesn't do that as a general rule. So we'll see. But he might. He might do it, and he might have to play him a little bit at the four. But DiVincenzo sits at like 55% rostered. And yeah, that's uh, going to go up. So go and get him if he is still available. Your 12-team stream is Jared Vanderbilt Bar, who has risen up to like 22% rostered now. We saw big minutes from him last game, playing minutes over Hachimura and Torian Prince. He is limited, obviously, in parts of his game, but the rebounds, the field goal percentage, an occasional block, some interesting assists, some steals. There's all a bit there for category leagues, for sure. For a 14 team, this guy is just always available. It's Nico Batum. He's never going to score a lot, but he's just going to contribute right across the board, and he's like 90-plus percent available, and that Sixers team might be missing a lot of guys. He might be one of them, but I don't think so. I think he'll be okay to go on Tuesday. His 16-team league at the moment, he's, the, he's there, Quentin Grimes. 
he won't be there in 16-team leagues after today's game. I feel, again, he's going to have to play more minutes. And he's one of those guys who can ramp up usage. Josh Hart's not a big usage ramp guy. Uh, Grimes can be. Grimes can get more shots. He can get more assist opportunities. So him and DiVincenzo are going to have to step it up. And I don't think that Grimes is going to be a 12-team leaguer, but I'm honestly not going to rule that out. But he's available in like everywhere. So I would be very much interested in getting him in 16s and maybe even 14 teams, especially with only five games on Tuesday. But after we see Monday's game, that will sound stupid or it will seem like, wow, I was too late to grab Grimes. Your points league streams. The guy who projects out the best at the moment for Tuesday is Iodosumu across Yahoo points and across ESPN points. And I didn't really think that would be the case, but there you go. So Dasumu looks pretty good in those points leagues. He's upped his usage. His efficiency has stayed really strong. He's got bigger opportunities with both Pat and Zach out for the Bulls. So Dasumu's the guy. He's the guy that we pay attention to. What's on my radar? Well, the first game, unfortunately, is a game that involves two teams on a back-to-back. That is the Jazz and the Knicks. They both play on Monday with the 12 games on. Uh, Utah doesn't really have any issues in terms of injuries and if, unless something crops up on Monday, the Knicks, the big one is Julius Randle. We know he's not going to play, but it's about how they fill that in. And again, my expectation is that Josh Hart starts and you get way more minutes for Hart, for DiVincenzo, for Grimes, maybe a little bit for Achua, um, and a little bit extra for McBride, but that's about it. In terms of streams, Alinek is always going to be an option there for us for the Jazz. Chris Dunn is also going to be one of those option guys. But then you get down to like, you know, is John Collins available? Yeah, he'd be ahead of those players if he was. Yeah, for some reason, Jordan Clarkson's available. He's obviously ahead of those guys, but that's not going to be the case really in any spot. For the Knicks, I'm guessing, like I use my 39% cutoff here to talk about who my stream guys are, but you know, Hart and DiVincenzo, they're very clear roster guys, the must roster guys. And then we do go down to Grimey, um, who I do think, again, won't start Quentin Grimes. Although he could, they're, they're talking about maybe he does. The value of Grimes is almost certainly going to rise up with um, with the absence of Julius Randle. How much? Well, we will get more information for that on Monday. Today's episode is brought to you by Quiz. We are here to tell you that there is a new trivia game, and it's called Quiz. And it allows you to have some fun, and it allows you to test your NBA knowledge, but also other knowledge as well. Quiz with three eyes is the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Locked On fans right across the NBA channel, they've got an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. You can play with friends, you can play with other fans, uh, and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. And you don't even have to download anything. You just go to app.quiz.com to start playing today. NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. These interesting questions they have here, they've given us a sample of questions. Some of them are pretty easy. Like, what is the who holds the record for most points scored in a single game for the Bulls? It is not Ben Gordon. It is the, uh, the one and only Michael Jordan. That is not a shock there whatsoever. But they ask questions about you know, highest scorer in franchise history and uh, mascot names and arena names and all that sort of stuff. I love doing trivia stuff. I love doing trivia quizzes. But now you've got an opportunity actually to do this and get some money. So go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That is quiz with three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.quiz.com, where fans become champions. Okay, that was the first game that was on our radar. The second game that's on our radar is the Lakers and the Hawks. This is a back-to-back for the Lakers, and you're going to be shocked to know this, but LeBron James and Anthony Davis are both listed questionable for Monday. We expect that they play. We expect that they'll be listed questionable for Tuesday. And I guess there is a risk that they do sit out on the back-to-back, especially after playing that, what, overtime or double overtime game the other day against the Warriors. 
So there is an increased load giggity built up on the Lakers, guys. So just watch that, and they'll probably throw a probable tag on Jared Vanderbilt or Torian Prince's knee. will be Something will crop up. There'll be injuries that pop up here for the Lakers without doubt. What we don't know is the Hawks. We saw DeJounte Murray sit out their last game with a hamstring issue. I don't know that he's going to be available. If he is out, you get Gary Bird. You get um, Morpha Bogdan Bogdanovich, obviously. Trent Forrest, Paddy Mills as those deeper league guys. For the Hawks, I want to see a Kongwu because I just can't figure out what they do with him. 25 minutes some games, 20 in the last game. He's, all his permanent production is completely in the toilet this season. And look, that's obviously been a huge L. Because my understanding with a Kongwu was, not understanding, the legitimate reality of a Kongwu was if he played 23 minutes, he would be a 12-team league guy and then we would see whether Capella would get traded or whether he would get that job at some point. But he only needed 24 minutes because he's done this for years. And now this season, he actually got the 24 minutes and all of his permanent numbers cratered and I don't really know why. So he's been a frustrating guy and you could have dropped him weeks ago if you wanted to, but we are now less than 10 days away from the NBA trade deadline. So I'd probably just like to wait and see there, but if nothing happens, he's gone like a very, very clear drop. And in points leagues, he's been a drop for like three months. <sighs> Let's see what anything different happens. Doubt it. Jared Vanderbilt's the guy that's available there for the Lakers that I do like to stream. I don't expect that Pockets will stick him into the starting lineup over his um, son, Torian Prince, but we will find out. And then the other one for the Hawks is Garrison Matthews. Who Again, that's a real risky one because he's bad. But their bench is so, so thin. If, like, if Sadiq Bey is available, obviously that's the direction we go. But he's like rostered in 41% or, or sorry, 48 or 50% of league. So he's available in some shallow formats, but not in, uh, not in all your deeper ones. Indiana and Boston. Back to back here for Boston. They've got some of the biggest question marks of the day. Indiana. I want to see what happens with Andrew Nempard because the expectation is that Tyrese Halliburton returns. We know that Turner and McConnell are both questionable for the Pacers. Um, they missed the last game, but well, TJ McConnell had a personal issue. And he was back at practice, so he's not questionable. He's probable. Like, he's going to play. Turner, I expect that he plays as well, and uh, Halliburton looks like he's going to play. But Nempard has been good the last three or so games. Does he start over Buddy Heald at the two? Does he play like a hybrid backup point guard, backup shooting guard off the bench? How does that work with Heald and Matherin around? I think that Nempard's going to be a drop, but what if he just squeezes both those other guys completely out or TJ gets taken out of the rotation entirely? They are all possibilities, and that is what we want to watch. Nempard is the stream, even though um, the value there for a lot of leagues is going to be muted because of the return of Halliburton. For the Celtics, it's probably Sam Hauser, but we just need to wait because there is the Porzingis-Horford scenario. One guy will sit on Monday, I'm guessing, and it would make 100% sense for it to be Porzingis. But of course, these clowns listed both of those guys as questionable. There is no reason for Porzingis to play on Monday after he missed the last game with an ankle injury. Sit Monday, play Tuesday. Horford, play Monday, sit Tuesday. But who knows? Because they've not given us that information, which is really annoying. And the other thing is Luke Cornett is doubtful for Monday. I don't think that he plays on Tuesday. But what if they play both Puzingas and Horford on Monday, sit them both on Tuesday, and then Cornett plays, and he's valued through the roof? It's just a complete guess at this point. So Sam House is the one I don't have any doubts about, but he might be awesome or he might be terrible because everyone might play. I don't know. It would be very, very... Again, the obvious thing is here. Cornett out both games, Puzingas out Monday, Horford out Tuesday. What does obvious and NBA injury reports have to do with anything, though? Or medical decisions that they seem to make? Never really seems to work that way, does it? Which is unfortunate for us when we try and guess what's going to happen. 
Toronto and Chicago, this is a game that does not involve a team on a second night of a back-to-back. It's the first of a back-to-back for the Bulls. For the Raptors, they were without Barrett, Quickly, and Pirtle last game. I don't think that Pirtle plays, but I think Barrett will, and Quickly is up in the air. Bruce Brown played like 37 minutes last game, but the thing is going to be that if Quickly and Barrett play, what do they do with Brown? Because he was playing like 25 or 26, which is not enough. I do think that he is a hold, but I also don't think that he's going to be moved to a 34-minute role on another team if he's traded. The thing that would be interesting is if Trent gets traded and Brown stays in Toronto and then he plays like 30 minutes for three weeks until they bench him for Dick. But, you know, maybe that's what happened. I, I don't know with Brown. I'm just very interested to see how they use him, see what his future holds. I also understand in sort of standards to shallower ones, I'm not sure that he's a must-roster given how they're using him at the moment. For the Bulls, Andre Drummond, they, for whatever reason, played him next to Nikola Vucevic last game. I guess part of it was not having Pat Williams or Torrey Craig and just having literally no forwards on the roster. They're starting DeMar DeRozan at power forward. Um, so yeah, they just don't have any forwards at all. So they have to try something, I guess, and that's why Julian Phillips played 22 minutes. If Drummond can sneak five minutes at power forward and get 20 minutes, he's at least streamable for 12-team leagues on a low-volume day like this but I'm not sure they go back to that, especially against a Raptors team that's not very big. Like, do you need Drummond to match up against Scotty Barnes? I don't think so. In terms of the streams on the Toronto side, we've got Gaz Trent, who is probably going to start. He might have 14 points with two threes and one rebound, zero assist with a steal. And that is totally mid and totally not a must roster, but at least in that stream zone. Well, for the Bulls, DeSumo, I think, just is a guy to grab at the point at this point. With those guys hurt, uh, he's providing pretty solid value. And I just think he needs to be on a roster, which again, is not something that I have said very, very often about Ayo DeSumo throughout his career. Because I am a known Ayo DeSumo hater. Today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. Around the New Year's period, we always get obsessed with what we're going to do different, what are our new goals, what are our resolutions. Instead, we should just be focusing on what we do right and how we can expand upon that. You might have decided you were going to organize your space, and I actually really need to organize this desk here. But taking those little steps to make those improvements is often way more beneficial than doing the broad, sweeping, outrageous, egregious New Year's resolution style changes. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go, what has therapy got to do with making changes? Well, that's what it is, really. It's not about just like, I'm going to cry and tell you about my childhood. Some of it is, but some of it's just like, how do we do positive changes? How do we improve the way that we function through our life? And that's where BetterHelp can come in. You go out, you fill out a brief, brief questionnaire, you get matched with that licensed therapist. And at any time, if you're not vibing with that therapist, I can't believe I said vibing. That's not a word that I ever say. But um, if you yeah, don't vibe with your therapist, you can change that at no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all of you who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. They gave me the authority to wish you those greetings on their behalf. If you are like me, Super Bowl Sunday, which is actually a Monday here for me, it's all about getting that spot on the couch. The NBA games are wrapped up. I've done my work. We grab our snacks and we get ready to watch the game. And then you consider what you're going to do with placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. 
Maybe your team is the Chiefs and you're hoping they get another W in the Super Bowl, but you can supplement that with things like who is going to score a touchdown, which you can bet on at FanDuel. What is going to be the exact amount of points scored in the game? You can do the game totals. You can do the spreads. You can do player props. So many different things are available for the Super Bowl over at FanDuel. And new customers, if you join today, you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Okay. Um, the next game is the Philadelphia 76ers and the Golden State Warriors, a back-to-back for Philly at this point. All we know is that Joel Embiid has been ruled out of the game on Monday. We don't know the update on Tobias Harris or Tyrese Maxey, as I just go and check to see where that... We actually got an update on the Raptors. And everything that I said was completely different <laughs> because Barrett is out, quickly is doubtful, but Pirtle is questionable. I didn't think it would be that way at all. So Barrett out, quickly not going to play, and Pirtle questionable. Sick. Uh, shout out also to Matthew Hurt, who just got signed by the um, Grizzlies on a 10-day because every one of their players is out. So there you go. We've got that update on Toronto right now. Cool. That's that's awesome. Um, that means that Brown and um, Schroeder with Barrett and quickly out. Brown and Schroeder get a real bump, and, and so does Trent, and so does Dick, actually, for those slightly deeper formats. In terms of this one here for the, the Warriors, we've got John Kaminga, who is on just a real roll at the moment. I Well, they're starting him next to Andy Wiggins. It is working with Draymond next to him. I am a little concerned of some of the efficiency stuff from Kaminga, but at the moment, he's putting up so many great numbers. He's just got to be rostered, and we just adjust it later on if we need to. In terms of streams, Batum's going to be the guy in Philly, unless, of course, it is Paul Reed because Embiid is out. Adding Reed for Monday, honestly, with 12 games on, you will start you start Paul Reed on a 12-game Monday without a, without a question, I don't think. And then you can maybe roll him into a big game on Tuesday there as well. And they also play Thursday and they play Saturday too. So a really strong schedule for the Sixers. For the Warriors, Pajemski is probably the best stream option who's available widely for the Golden State Warriors. We don't know whether Moses Moody is going to be available. He's missed a few weeks there with a calf problem. But Pajemski just gets his 27 a night. He's not a must-roster guy, but there's a little bit of stream value there for him. We talked about it a little bit already, but let's look at the streaming value across the chunks, the Tuesday through Saturday five-game stretch. Tuesday is a stream day. Thursday is a stream day. Saturday is a stream day. Both Wednesday and Friday are 10-game days, so maybe they're streamable. But again, as a default number, we're just not going to use them that way. So there are a few teams who have some really strong schedules here. We've got Philadelphia, who play the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So that's really good value for Nick Batum. We've got the Lakers, who not only play Monday, but they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, same as the Sixers. So Jared Vanderbilt is in that mix. We've got Kelly Oubre from the Sixers, the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You'll notice Io Desumu pops up in this chunk list, even though there's only two quality games for him. Now, they play the Tuesday, Wednesday, the Bulls, and then again on Saturday, but I think his value is strong enough to carry him through to be rostered there with a Tuesday-Saturday quality game combo. The Big Sneeze pressures Achua, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for the Knicks, and then Quentin Grimes, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Of course, understanding that Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo are above my 39% rostered cutoff to talk about them in this chunk section. The five-game in eight-night stretch from this Tuesday through to next Tuesday, it's only the Pacers. I feel like they are with one of the most jam-packed schedules of any team over the last three to four weeks. They're always in these five-games in eight-night stretches. In terms of 10-team stream guys for Tuesday, we're going with DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, Al Horford, if it is him that sits on Monday and plays Tuesday. But who knows? It could end up being Nemeas Cater who jumps up into that spot. You've got Jared Vanderbilt, Io Desumu, and Sadiq Bay as a 10-team stream guy. 
Again, that update there on the Raptors with Schroeder and Brown and Trent probably stepping up to the back end here of the 10-team stream and definitely in the 12-team stream zone. For 12-team streams, we're looking at Nick Batum, Kelly Oubre, Quentin Grimes, Brandon Pajemski, Precious Achua, and Slammin' Sammy Hauser. Deeper leagues, we're going to Torian Prince, Chris Dunn, Deuce McBride, Peyton Pritchard, Simone Fontecchio, and the Pastel Donata, Nemeus Keita. The points league streamers, we are going towards Ayo Dusumu, followed by Vanderbilt, Pajemski, Achua, Drummond, and Kali Ubre. And that brings us to the end of a very short daily look ahead for Tuesday with the five games on. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up, leave your comments, double bang, check out the live trade deadline show, Thursday, February 8th. 1 p.m. Eastern. Go bookmark it and be a part of the show. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.